Welcome to this episode of the podcast. I'm your host, Dave. And today I'm here with Nader Dabit, who's a developer relations engineer at Edge and Node. Some of you listeners may remember uh, Nader when he worked at AWS and did all sorts of amazing things with mobile and web. Nader is now one of those rare unicorns who's gone from this whole Web 2 enterprise space into the realm of Web 3. And we've talked, you know, off mic just about this whole space and the and how it benefits developers at large. And I just wanted to record an episode around what this means for you. You know, maybe you're sitting in a large enterprise, you're working on AWS and you're hearing all these things. You hear NFT and you hear metaverse and you hear all these different coins and Ethereum and Bitcoin. And you're like, what's going on? I just want to build. I just want to have fun. And Nader is the person to talk to about all of that. So I am really excited to have him on the show today. Thank you. Uh, it, it's great to see you, man. It's great to be here. I appreciate the introduction and I'm excited for us to be talking about this topic. So let's talk about your history a little bit because, you know, off mic, you and I share a similar life philosophy and, you know, we've been through some stuff. We understand that we don't know everything and we try and learn and we try and get back. And this, the character of who you are is, is simply incredible. So just tell me a little bit about your start of your tech career, because I think people only know you doing developer advocacy at AWS. And when you took that Web3 plunge, it may have been a shock to people like, why is he doing this? And to me, it made perfect sense. You know, it was like, this is great. Like, just just go for it. So just yeah, so I've, I've actually done similar pivots uh, around uh, four times now, I feel like in my career. But um, to, co to go back to the beginning, I learned how to code uh, when I was like, around 29. And I learned how to code by building out an e-commerce site on WordPress. And I learned a little bit of PHP, CSS, HTML, and, and a little bit of JavaScript. And I became like instantly hooked and addicted. It just made a lot of sense. Like, aren't you yeah. done at 29? At 29, you picked up CSS and JavaScript. Yeah, yeah. Like in hindsight, um, <laughs> like I, give yourself credit. I sometimes feel like I was really old. And sometimes I feel like I wasn't that old because I've done so much since then. And I also meet people that are like picking this stuff up in their 40s and 50s even. I yeah. mean, at the time, I felt like I had... Uh, I was way, way, way late, you know, and yeah. in hindsight, I don't feel that way. So what was your background? Um, I had done a lot of stuff. I had tried a lot of different things and not really done that well. I had done real estate. I had uh, done the restaurant business. I'd worked with my wow. father and his uh, family business, which was a clothing store. My, my family, well, my dad's side of the family came from, from actually from the West Bank in Palestine okay. and um, moved from there to Mississippi. Um, and I think in the seventies, Wow. So, why Mississippi? So his brother came here after, well, it was, it was quite a, a time after, but, uh, they, they essentially were living in a city called Lud, which was a portion of some of the territory that was, um, kind of like taken during the 1847 war. So they became, yeah, yeah. they had businesses and, um, and stuff there that they they kind of lost their homes and their businesses moved to uh the city called ramallah where they uh set up and like the you know um they had tents and stuff for the refugees they started like there wow. and you know it's a pretty inspiring story to hear from him but they grew up um in ramallah they um you know as they became old enough to you know leave and and you know go somewhere else they started coming to the united states him and his brothers one of his brothers opened a clothing store here in mississippi his name wow. is uh, Sam, and he, like he gave my my dad uh, 
you know, an opportunity to work with him and, and they stayed. And um, he, he also, it has a lot of ties though, obviously back home. So we used to go there every summer and, um, you know, I, I spent a good, good amount of my like childhood there as. And I think that gives you perspective. Like you are, you understand, like I, I, and we're, we're very similar in this and I, I totally respect this about you. Like I wake up every day and I'm like, I got a warm house. I got a roof over my head. You know, my, my kids are happy. And, you know, everybody, you know, here we sit in 2022, people complain about the United States as much as they want, but same thing in my family, like Polish immigrants, uh, it was my great grandfather. They all came over for a better life and they worked in the, in the coal mines up in uh, Pennsylvania. I mean, like, I think like I'm, we're both kind of the, those types of people that are like, not only optimists, but we, um, we recognize you know, where we are today versus maybe where people were 20 years ago, 40 years ago, you know, oh, and you look at all that stuff and you, and, and you can have like two, you can think both of these things at the same time. You can appreciate where we are today. And you can also appreciate right. the fact that we still need to get, uh, we still have problems to solve simultaneously. Yeah. You could still you know, be a human like being and be pissed like, off uh, by an injustice <laughs> and things that just like knock you in your face every day yeah. you know like you're we're built for that as human beings we're built to like push back against that 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 resistance and so you you start at 29th and you look at javascript like how did you even because i met you when you were at aws it's like so so how did you even get there like did you just start coding and publishing and i'll i'll, I'll publish stuff from your github and everything like yeah, I think like everyone has their own path, but I do love the fact that in 2022 and uh, even before this, but you can have different ways to show your talent. Like, you know, some people yeah. might have been able to go to college and get a degree and some people might have been able to work somewhere in the past and, and other people might not have. And therefore, they might be able to just showcase their skills by writing or creating open source or building apps, you know, there's different ways. So I think for me, coming from a non-traditional route in the sense that I was I was not a, even a college graduate at all, much less a computer science graduate. Um, being able to find like hacks to show people that I was competent enough to kind of at least do do the work um, was was very valuable to me. You know, GitHub, you know, has been great. Obviously, like writing and all these other different ways. So yeah, I mean, I guess at that time, how I got started was I was working with my dad in the clothing store. We wanted to do an e-commerce store, so we wanted to start selling stuff online, oh, wow. and we hired different developers over the course You're of the like year. You're like Gary Vee uh, with the wine store, just getting <laughs> oh, I mean, the tech I don't think I that. that story. You don't know about Gary? So he was like this. Oh, gosh. He's going to be mad at me that I don't know that. Uh, oh, I knew this for a while. So he was working for his dad and this wine store in Jersey up north in jersey like where i went to school in newark and he basically was like I, I, there's more to this there's this whole internet thing coming and his dad wanted him to take over the wine store so he started a podcast just a, a video mm. podcast on like wine for normal people which i just love funneling down ideas into like single points that people can consume and that's how he got famous. And then he just started betting on these different companies. And you're kind of the same way. Your destiny was written for you. If you're going to inherit this clothing business from your father, this is what you do. And you got bit by that technology bug of like, there's there's this thing. And you know what? Maybe I can do this. Wow. That's actually pretty close. I feel like there is a little bit of overlap <laughs> there. Um, because yeah, I didn't have any um, real knowledge about 
you know, like it's so wild how when you're not connected to these different worlds, how yeah. completely separated you are from understanding all of the opportunities that are there. So when you start diving into it, you start realizing it. Like when I started, when I started, so we couldn't find someone to to build this for us, even though we we hired a couple of people. And yeah. out. I was like, let me just try to build this myself. So I started people are um, ripping going you down off that too. rabbit They're hole. Like, yeah. We can make that. And yeah, that's like exactly 100K. That. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I could do like, this in five minutes. Yeah, yeah. So we spent a few thousand dollars like doing that stuff. But like once I started, um, you know, learning about WordPress, it just became fascinating. And I was just way down that rabbit hole, started yeah. building out the um, building out the site. We ultimately like launched and started doing really well. And I think by the end of um, being around for live for about nine months, we were doing over $10,000 a day in sales on, on many wow. days, which was like really really well yeah. to me and it, and it was kind of the first i would say for sure it was the first time in my life that i felt like i had found something that i that i was good at and at that point without kind of going into too many details i realized that i wanted to do this for, for the rest of my life or at least i wanted to do this wow. for a career at, at that moment and i didn't yeah. really have anything else that was even close so i knew that um to do that i needed to learn and and, and i had been a self-learner but I wanted to be on a team of, of excellent people to, to work around yeah. them. And I, and I couldn't think of any other way that for me, that was, that was what I wanted to do. So I started looking for a job. I couldn't find a place that would hire me in the Southeast United States. Started, you know, applying in Mississippi, then, you know, went to Atlanta. Like I started applying all around the, the Southeast, uh, could not get hired because, you know, I did not have oh, a, a resume. Awful. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, I don't blame them, but, um, I started applying for, um, positions around the United States. And then I, I started fudging my resume and like saying I live there because I was thinking like, if I lived in Mississippi, like no one would hire me. So I yeah. finally found a place in LA that was like, that would hire me, but they wanted me to come in in four, in three days. So it was like a Thursday or a Friday and I was supposed to be there on Monday in LA and I was living in Mississippi. Right. And they thought I lived in LA. So I was like, I was like, I'll take it, you know, and like I took, yeah, the, yeah. I took the role. Good for you. And man. I like sat down with my wife and I was like, hey, look, like I know this sounds crazy, but like I want to move to Los Angeles and go work for this company like as a developer. And, um, you know, we should give this a shot. And um, I have to leave like tomorrow together. <laughs> like you have to come meet me in a few months or in a few weeks with our furniture and stuff because we're moving. And um, like only if you're cool with that. And she, and, and she was cool with that. So we did. So we did that. Wait, so I moved take there. a step back. <laughs> That is amazing in and of itself, you know. Well, in I'm, hindsight, it was kind of wild. Everyone kind of thought it was kind of wild, especially like yeah. me, the family business and go do this when I had like everyone yeah. thought that was like the best opportunity for me. And she supported that. Like, take a step back, you know. Life's not easy. It doesn't matter if when opportunity walked in, it tripped over all of my stuff or it didn't work. I still open the door, like recognize when opening the door. So you open the door and the people that you cared about in your life helped you in. And anybody listening to this podcast is sitting here in 2022. I mean, literally, I mean, look at the news, right? Whether it's a, it's a COVID or it's, you know, uh, different things going on geopolitically, like you can make a better life for yourself. And you did that. So you went to LA, were you doing startups? Yeah, I was stuff? working like, at a startup uh, called eGood, and I was also working w w w with an agency that was like kind of in the same building by the same founder. They were like the best people I've ever. I mean, I have to go back. I, I'm gonna say the best people I've ever worked with, but like I, I owe everything to them for even giving me that shot. And like the yeah. developers that were I was around were like so willing to help me, and they re they recognized that I didn't really know what I was doing because I was kind of like 
coming from Mississippi with no background and, and <laughs> you know, like they, they went out of their way to try to help me. And I'm still really good friends with, uh, with a couple of those people. So, um, they, 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 I was there for about two months and they ultimately let me go because I wasn't, uh, doing, you know, I wasn't performing the way I'd supposed to perform, but, but just being there for those two months really, really like opened my eyes to understand, okay, this yeah. is what it takes. And I, and I like was just like, okay, these people, this is what they do. This is how they work. This is what their work sessions yeah, yeah, yeah. like. They go to conferences and they go to meetups and like they read these types of books and these blogs, like all of those things. I just soaked it all in. And that yeah. was, that laid the foundation for everything that I did after that. I see that because that's what you are right now. I don't know how you do it. I, I look at my Twitter feed and you're wherever and you're like helping people. And then suddenly, like in the midst of that, it's like, here's this entire comprehensive guide that I published to Dev2. And I, so it's like, where did you go from there? Like, how did you get hired at AWS? If somebody's looking to get hired at AWS. Right. Yeah. AWS that was like a dream position for me. You know, working at any of these big tech companies at the time was a, a, definitely a dream position to kind of like bet between that point where I worked with AWS, I kind of just worked my way up slowly and just like continue to go from job to job, learning new stuff, trying You're to well understand. You're, you know, people that Amplify still miss you. Oh, yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of Amplify still and all the people there. Yeah, just I started going from like, so I, I stayed in LA for about a year total. I did switch a couple of times two more, uh, one consulting gig and one, one actual uh, job. And then I went back to Mississippi okay. working remotely. I worked for a few places here in Mississippi uh, as a web developer. Started um, with this startup called School Status that, that was using very modern tech stack for Mississippi. And we started using React Native early on. React Native was very, yeah. very early at that time. I think it had only been out for like a month or two when we started uh, playing around with it. And we launched, and when I say we, I actually had the opportunity to be the main developer or the, the only mobile developer on that project. Uh, we were able yeah. to launch a uh, app to the App Store within a few months after React Native like being launched. Maybe, you know, I would say probably one of the first one of the first production apps that I knew about that was React Native. So it was so early in React Native, I was... Um, yeah, not able to find a lot of answers to the questions that I had. So I started answering questions on Stack Overflow and started blogging about it. And like, that was my first foray really into content it. creation. And, and that opened my eyes to all the opportunities that, that, that helping people kind of like returns back to you. So like, yeah, I'm always out there helping people, but yeah. I also get a huge benefit and reward from that. And it's kind of like a win-win situation. So I always yeah. recommend, you know, that's kind of why I always recommend people to do the same thing because yes, you are helping people and, it, and it's kind of also helping you. So I, so I go in and we'll make this a two-parter. I, I go in your background because I want people to understand the person you are. When we start talking about things like what every developer needs to about, know about web three. And this is what bothers me in 2022 and 2021. And there's just this resistance to what's happening that I don't understand. And for me, and maybe this is my personality, I always feel like I'm the dumbest person in the room. So it's made it a little bit easier for me <laughs> to learn all this stuff because I'm like, I need to learn this. I need to learn this because I don't know what the heck it is. And I found for whatever reason, and this is just, maybe this is just a 2020s thing. There's this divide. And, you, and you've lived in this divide. And I, so that's why I just, I wanted to go into the background because of the person that you are. 
if anyone's listening to this and you you just you know because that happens people just immediately shut down and saying oh this person's a web three whatever that is nft dreamer and they don't get it you've lived through all of this i mean you you built a career from the ground up and you you've worked at aws and you have this passion for developer tools and you made a choice to go into that industry so for someone listening to this it should be hey what is this stuff? Because Nader's interested in it. So maybe I need to just not be told what this stuff is and figure it out for myself. And so here we sit, 2022. I, I like to break, the way I talk about Web 3.0 to people is there's the tech stack and then there's the dream and the vision of what it is. So in the remaining time that we have, why don't we jump into the second part of this? We'll jump into what the actual tech stack is. But why don't we just start into how would you define what the next version of the internet is? What Web3 actually is and why I should care if I'm a developer, why I should care? Okay, so I would say the thing that interested me the most about Web3 was I was a developer for over nine years and I had been working at AWS for over three years. And the thing that fascinated me about what we were doing at Amplify was that we had all of these services and tools and SDKs that just made developers' lives easier to build stuff. And the serverless was something that really was compelling to me because as a developer over time, we're building out better and better abstractions. And I felt like serverless is just such a great abstraction over all of the back in infrastructure that as a front end developer was too complicated for me to kind of know and build out myself to build out the full stack applications that I wanted to. So if I wanted to build something like Twitter, right, you know, as a front end developer, I could build out that UI, like, you know, after working on that stuff for seven years, like in a heartbeat, but how could I actually build out all of the back end stuff that was completely just out of my reach before I started AWS. And during right. my three years there working with serverless uh, technologies like like Lambda and DynamoDB and S3 and all these other managed services, I really appreciate the fact that I didn't need to understand how all of this stuff worked under the hood. I could just hook into these APIs and I could use them and I could build really great stuff. Now, after doing something for a long, uh, a long period of time, you might become bored with it. And that was kind of like me, like I really enjoyed building all this stuff, but I, I felt like I was using and doing the same stuff kind of after three, a little over three years. And I was a little bit bored in the sense that I kind of wasn't like as inspired as I was on day one. So when I saw um, this talk called the Graph Day Keynote, which was really my first introduction to this this idea of Web3, and it was done- oh, wow, was, you guys uh, sent me that link. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's from this, it's from the founder of the, the team that I work with now, Yaniv Tal, which is okay. ultimately wild that I, that was my first you know, exposure yeah, to yeah. that term. And then it ended up being a, a few months, like a few weeks later, the team that I ended up wanting to work with, even though there were a bunch of other teams that, that are great. But yeah, that was my first introduction to this stuff. And I think the thing that was okay. compelling to me was like, you know, we have all of these protocols and we have all of these things that we can do as developers. And we've been able to build a lot of great stuff with that. And now we just have a few additional things that we can kind of add to our skill set that enable us to do even more. And I can continue right. like as a web developer that transitioned to a mobile developer that transitioned to a cloud developer that now I'm learning this web three stuff that doesn't wipe out all of that pre-existing knowledge. I can now build a mobile app. I can now build a cloud app and that can, I can now build a blockchain app. Yeah. I think that's really powerful to have all of those skills 
combine. And like, if I wanted to do it, go into consulting or something, I could probably crush it right now. Right. And oh, I think yeah. like the more knowledge that you have, the better. And, and we haven't even gotten into the specific itself, <laughs> Shana, but that's my I, thinking. It's a trade skill. Like what you're saying now is, Hey, maybe you're sitting, maybe you're doing enterprise cloud. Maybe you're deploying some SAM. You're just doing cloud formation. Not that you're just doing, I mean, kudos to you, but maybe you're deploying out infrastructure and you're hearing about all this other stuff. That's your trade. There have always been shifts mm -hmm. in technology. I remember trying to explain the internet to my parents. You know, I was I was dialed up over. Uh, oh gosh, I think it was called Wine. I think it was called Wine. It was on Windows three one. I was connected into the internet in the first Mozilla browser, and I'm like, this changes things, and it generates opportunities, and I want to understand it. Um, and I think that's a that's a good way to look at it. And well, we're already over time, so this is what we'll do. It's it, it. I think this is good background. People know who you are. If anyone is just listening to this, because I do have listeners who maybe don't have a technical background, but they're just curious about AWS stuff. Anybody can do it. It's a trade skill. You just need to put in the time. Ultimately, I think a lot of your success is that you just inherently share. Like I, as far as like the Web three, if you just do a search for your like Web three guides, it's all your stuff. <laughs> Um, so, you know, like be able to give back and share. And then what we'll do in the next episode is actually talk about the real tech. Yeah. Like, that hey, great. I'm coding against a blockchain. Like what's a blockchain? Like what's all this stuff? Why should I care? And, and all those things. All right. So, and I want to leave just in case people can only make this episode, where can they find you online? Where can, uh, what kind of links do you want to share with anybody? And I'll make sure I put that in the show notes. Yeah, I think the three main places that you'll see me act active is Twitter, Dabit3, D-A-B-I-T, and the number three. Okay. A lot of my writings is on Dev.2 just because I've been blogging there for a couple of years now, and it's a, it's an easy-to-use platform for me, and it's discoverable. So I'm yeah. also Dabit3 on Dev.2. And then I have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash NaderDabit, N-A-D-E-R-D-A-B-I-T. Okay, perfect. I'll make sure I include those. Thank you so much for this chat, and I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for having me.